Welcome to Unqualified Sports, where the unqualified athlete has the most qualified opinions. We back. We back. NFL playoffs. We back. And, bruh, I see why so many people are wrong all the time. Because it's so easy to be wrong. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so, before, look, before we get into, you know, get too, too much into everything, Shy, how you doing, my brother? Oh, man, I am feeling marvelous, man. And, and people that listen to the show, they should know why I'm feeling marvelous. I know you know why I'm feeling marvelous. I understand. But let's get on with this show, man. I'm, I'm, excited, to, I'm excited to do this. So, before, before I get to where I start, remember, we're giving away Pelicans tickets. Yes. Please, if you are interested in winning this, Go subscribe. Tell your friends to subscribe. Whatever. They might pick you to go since you told them to subscribe if they win. You get them to subscribe. All you need to do is share the post and share a picture of you subscribing. Screenshot you subscribing. Yeah, I'm getting tongue-tied. You subscribing and tag us in it. And you you enter to chance to win some really good seats when the Pelicans play the 76ers in February. But you have to listen to the episode to know who is the winner. So please, please, if you're interested, please make sure you enter this kind of Take me if you want. Yeah. Take me. I'm, I'm available. I'm available February 25th. Yep, me too. I'll make sure I will be if you if I'm going with the, with the person. Nah, no, you can't go. That's a conflict of interest. You can't go. It's the same thing with you. You And you was, like we said earlier, you really was the, the basketball expert at one point. Like, now you, like, a part of this. Like, you're not a, you're not a, a guest star anymore. You are part of this. No, 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 you're right. I'm the basketball expert. So if you want an expert, if you want to go to the game with an expert. No, you're not the basketball expert no more. You know? You're an expert available. See, it's a conflict I'm of not interest. the basketball expert anymore, bro. How? Cause, I mean, you still have basketball expertise over me for sure. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but, but at the same time, at the same time, now it will make that a conflict of interest for you to win the tickets. So everybody else, make sure y'all go tell everybody, go everybody enter to win these tickets, just so Shy can't win the tickets. Um, <laughs> or can't go with y'all. So, you know, you know, all that good stuff. But, you know, clearly we're going to talk about these playoffs. We're going to go over a little bit what happened last week. We're going to get in more detail on what's going to happen this week. You got Antonio Brown, not want to be a stealer, whoever thought we'll even be discussing this. You got... Uh, you got coaches hiring, firing. Uh, you got some interesting ones, some off the wall ones. College football playoffs. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, Bruh. roll, roll. What? Anyway, somebody Bruh. had rolled something up before that game, and it wasn't a tide. I can tell you that much. Cause <laughs> it ain't look like they were too focused. Anyway, then we getting back to this basketball. Lamarcus Aldridge balling out, putting up fifty six. Harden on a ridiculous streak right now, like he in the name of some greats. Uh, is Giannis the best player in the league now, or at least the best player in the East? You know, we'll see how this goes. So we're going to definitely get into this, and we're going to touch on that R. Kelly stuff. I just want to speak my little piece about that and, you know, let Shia, you know, have at him too if he choose, if he choose to. But let's get right to it. Brief recap, we're going to go over these these games last week. I think the, the game that turned out to be the game that uh, was the best game or the most – uh, interesting game by far was the Bears and the Eagles. Uh, we 
all three of even she, we all picked the bass. Um, <laughs> I never went to think. You have, you have to remind people that we. That yeah, we 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 we, we 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 all picked the bass. Um, you know, this how I know I got to get better on my research and like I, I just I envy ESPN at times because they show videos from Cody Parkey's Instagram of him intentionally kicking a football at a tall pole. And he yeah. did it the most this season, I think, in history. And he did it yeah. at the most worst time he could ever do it. And most and worst ain't even supposed to go together. That's just how bad it was for him at that moment. <laughs> uh, I, I should have did more research, man. Um, hey, I could shoot him some bills, bro. They, they had a replay showing that the ball was chipped, bro, on that field goal. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. And you know what? I won't give him some – I won't cut him a little slack, too. But uh, I don't know. I just can't – I don't know. I just can't, dog. Because he – he's uh, – yeah, yeah, okay. It's tough, dog. It's it, tough, bro. It's tough. It's still his fault. Like, it still feel like it's his fault, dog. Like, cause it went all the way there, and it still missed. <laughs> Son, you know what I'm saying? Like, the Bears did give up a touchdown on that last drop. They had him, bro. I'm forced to go. Hey, Magic McFools, bro, bro. Hey, like weird things happen. Weird things happen, dog. I, I, like we say, brief. I, we can go all day about this man, Cody Park. But anyway, then you got Cowboy Seahawks. We pulled off a real close one, 24-22, which I was scared about. You know, I've been been very, as you would put it, humble about this. You know what I'm saying? And I never said that I just knew we were just going to bust the Seahawks up, but I thought that we had the better team. And we'll talk about next week. Yeah, you said that. Yeah, we'll talk about next week after that. And then the Chargers and the Ravens, I I, I expected the Chargers to win. I think we all kind of called that. It ended up playing out kind of closer than probably expected, but it was basically a domination for the most, for the basically the most majority of that game. I think Lamar Jackson actually went off in like the fourth quarter, but it wasn't enough to. Yeah. So, um, but then the Colts and the Texans was actually the same thing. The Colts just dominated the Texans. It didn't even cut. They didn't even pull it in close. They just dominated them, yeah. there, bro. And. uh Somebody called that. Somebody called that on this show. I don't know. Yeah, I only reason I picked against y'all uh, really was trolling, bro. I said stupid things like Deshaun Watson better than Andrew Luck. I know better, but I just wanted to get under your skin in the moment. You know what I'm saying? Like I understand. Supporters of the show, he really thought that. He really believed that. No, no. Uh, I just had to sound. Look, this this my podcast voice. So I gotta make it sound believable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you really don't talk like this in real life. You're right. He is he's so, correct about that. You don't talk like that in real life. So so I have to I have to, you know, I have to put on a show. This this is entertainment. But at the same time, being real, but I still have to troll. I I I'm admitting that I'm trolling this man. But either way, they won. I knew the coach was gonna win that game. Uh Honestly, I hope that they didn't win. That was the whole point. It's like he hoped the Seahawks would have won. But, you know, yeah, it is what it is. You know, so. We ain't going to have to hope this week. Yeah. 
yeah, it's gonna be tough. So actually, that's gonna be the game we're gonna start off with with this upcoming week: Colts and the Chiefs. Um, this a real interesting matchup, man. This a real interesting matchup. Um. I'm gonna let you go, man, cause I want I want I rather give you the floor. This your team on the, you know, in this hot seat right here. You know, I want to know, cause I know you're picking them, so I want to know why, other than the fact that you just like them, and that's your team. Okay. All right. Well, let me set let me set the table first before I you know before I start eating. I'll set the table. Uh, Indianapolis Colts last week we beat the Texans like you just you just said, and in that game. The Texans have the number one run defense, and we was able to run the ball for 200 yards total. Marlon Mack had 150 plus, and that's partially because our offensive line is finally healthy, and we can really run the football. That's what makes us a different team from the Indianapolis teams in the past. You know, we never was known for running the ball ever, even when we had speed. You know, we never had dominant running back. Well, Edwin James. Edward James, you got to be in that credit. Yeah, besides Edward. Yeah. But, you know. And we play in the Kansas City Chiefs, who has the number one offense. So stopping them is going to be a tough task. I already know that. We're, we're not going to be able to stop Kansas City from scoring. But if we can run the ball, Kansas City has the 31st rush defense. So we should be able to run the ball. Hopefully we can run the ball, take a lot of the clock, and limit the time Patrick Mahomes touched the ball. And we're going to need to stop him at least two to three times in this game to even have a shot. Because these people often is a juggernaut. I believe they averaged like 32 points a game. They only scored under 27 points, I think, one time this year. And it was like 26 or something like that. So they never, yeah, it, it's something ridiculous, bro. They, the way they score, the way they stretch it out vertically, it's, it's ridiculous. Tariq Hill, Sammy Watkins, Travis Kelsey, you know, those guys, they get it done. Patrick Mahomes is phenomenal. But one thing I do find interesting is this is his first playoff start. And we saw last week quarterback making his first playoff start didn't fare well. Mitchell Trubisky, he lost. Uh, Mark Jackson, he lost. And I'm missing one. Deshaun Watson, he yeah. lost. So hopefully Patrick Mahomes comes out a little nervous. It's also a slow start, and we'd be able to get up early like we did on Houston. And that'd be our blueprint, man, but uh, I'm scared, bro. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm taking Indy, close games, high-scoring games, but I am scared to death out there. And, and, and it's to, um, we may have chances of snow from what I've seen on the weather report. They say the, the snow should be clear enough right around kickoff. So okay. They got a blizzard coming like like tonight. It should be going on right now. Actually, well, yesterday night, as of when you guys heard it, they, they have a blizzard and it should be clearing up around one or two o'clock. The game kickoff for three thirty. So hopefully they have the field ready. And I, I actually think the bad weather will affect them more than it affects us because they're so pass oriented, and you know they're they're built like a dome team, the way that offense is built. I actually think you have to run the ball better in bad weather. So I think that actually favors us. Well, that makes sense. And that was something that that I was going to uh, point out uh, as far as 
how will the weather affect them, the noise of the stadium. You know, they all, everybody speak about how hard it is to play in Arrowhead and stuff like that. You don't want to play in Arrowhead in the in the uh, playoffs and blah, blah, blah. And, and I get it. Um, but you know what's the crazy thing? The crazy thing about that? What's that? Not to cut your wisdom. Their record, um, the only one two playoff games in Arrowhead. Wow. Period. I think it's like, the record is two and seven or something like that. And I know we won two, two playoff games at Arrowhead already. Most famously, the last time we played them in the playoffs, when uh, Andrew Luck was down 28 points in the third quarter. And, you know, he pulled a miracle comeback. And we ended up beating Kansas City. And that game would go to oh, the yeah. championship. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Well. So, what you saying? Yeah. So, I think I, when I thought about the weather, uh, I think you, you bring up a valid point. That's something I didn't – it did, it just didn't cross my mind. That makes sense. Uh, I think both teams can run the ball fairly well. Even though they're missing Kareem Hunt, mm-hmm. they still they still can accumulate rushing yards. As we've seen with Andy Reid, time and time again, I remember one season: Jamal Charles, then Shakandrick West, then uh, whoever. Yeah. Like it just seemed like every time somebody fell off, the next person came in and they produced. Spencer so well. Spencer well too. Spencer well. So um, I don't think Andy Reid having two two weeks to prepare. Now, I know it's only one week to know the team you're preparing for, but two weeks to mm-hmm. to rest and prepare and get yourself and get and get your mind right mentally because whenever he cooking up, you know, that, that gumbo that he called that Chiefs offense, he, he trying to figure out what ingredients it is. So now he got a little more time. And I think that might yeah. work in his favor. Um, so they're going to run the ball. Now, I, I think the way you beat the Chiefs, is to more so, like you said, limit them. You know what I'm saying? I think you have to limit them. And like you say, y'all can't run the ball. The, what I've been hearing about y'all, and when you sit, you you got to watch them to understand. The thing is, they don't get a lot of play down here on TV. We don't see the coast. We don't see the coast in Louisiana like that. So we don't, we don't understand. Huh? I think we had two games. I think we had two games all year. You're right. I think we had two games all year. That was national Right, so um, people don't realize how good their offensive line is. Like, their offensive line is elite. It's not mm-hmm. – like, like he pointed out, like, you know, this this, this, a, this a humble brag for him, right? He points out that the the linebacker of the coast is really good. And he just kind of brushed over the fact that, uh, that their offensive lineman, that's a rookie as well, he a he a all pro too, he a all pro tackle in his rookie season. He like the number one at that position this year. This is rookie season. They they clowning they clowning Jadavion Clowney on uh which that's kind of crazy Clowney clown they they doing that um to this man um because he getting pancake by uh is Nelson is his last name um. Quinn Nelson. Quinn Nelson. I didn't want to. I didn't want to say the wrong, first wrong name. Quinn Nelson. Uh, he pancaking Jadavion Clowney. Jadavion Clowney, not a little boy. Ain't nothing about Jadavion Clowney, no little boy. He pancaking this man a rookie. So, um, and he leading the offensive. Like you don't hit that. Like you don't hit that. Um, so 
that's that's key because if they if and they probably will for the majority have the best of the Chiefs and with they um you know with their offensive line. The offensive line probably will have the upper hand on the Chiefs. Um but I do think that um I think I think some things are just due to happen in a certain way. And for some reason, I just see the Chiefs, and I, this this ain't this is just on my thought process. This is not necessarily sports wise, just sports wise, but like the Chiefs and the Chargers plan to go to the Super Bowl. I just think that that's where that's where it's at because both of them have so much to prove. Andrew Luck and them ain't supposed to be here. They ain't supposed to be here. I agree with that. Um, so. I think I, it's a it's a toss up, bro, and I can't pick the coach. You just pick the coach, and not cause you pick the coach, but you're a fan of the coach. So I can't pick the coach. I I gotta go with the Chiefs. I think Patrick Mahomes um, is gonna show out, regardless of the weather. Um, I think I know it's gonna sound crazy, but I think he got an arm strong enough to 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 manipulate the ball through through the wind. Uh, yeah, pretty efficiently. Yeah. Um, uh, so he yeah. might be able to make those plays that he might be able to make one of those big plays that normally nobody would ever make. So yeah. he he got the arm to do that, and if he do that, and, and uh, if he can make that one big play, that that might could swing the game. And Tyreek Hill got another week of rest, and he you know he was kind of suffering with a little injury, so he kind of shaking back. If if he close to hundred percent. You can't catch him when it's dry. You damn sure ain't gonna catch him if it's snowy outside. So, um, it's it's gonna be interesting. It's I mean it's gonna be interesting. I, but I gotta go with the Chiefs. Um, but you know I I don't know. You you got anything you want like any type of rebuttals to that? Uh, well, you know. Uh no man. That's listen man. Anybody going with the Chiefs to win this game is not gonna get no argument from me or no debate because. I really feel like it's one of those types of games. And we're 60, we're not expected to win with our underdogs. That's how a lot, though, surprisingly. And I think that speaks to uh, a show we did maybe um, about a month ago or a month or two ago when we were talking about the parody in the NFL. Mm-hmm. No team is favored by over six points this weekend. That's what's crazy about how so much parody between oh. the NFL as a whole. But, um, I'm not going to debate anybody that, that got the Chiefs winning. I mean, the Chiefs are technically the better team, you know, from top to bottom. Um, I just hope that we're playing good enough football now to where we'd be able to pull up, pull off an upset. But my team is definitely the underdog, so that, that's what it's better to debate, you know. And then, especially if you have valid reasons on why you think the Chiefs are going to win, which I think you have. So, yeah. that's the debate. Yeah, but, I mean, cause I do but, think it's gonna be a great game, though. Yeah, cause I mean, you gotta think, bro. Like, I ain't no no, you know. I, I try to be as objective as I can be. So that's why I said when we said a few episodes ago, the Colts are my the most dangerous team to me in in the AFC. When you looking at look, I mean, they just upset the Texans, which really it wasn't an upset. Like, it wasn't an upset really because. A lot of people thought the Colts would, would go in there and win that game. Like, so, um, they the dark horse type team. You know, you can't really count them out. 
but they could really beat anybody, but they could lose to anybody too. So it's like it's one of them things. So, um, speaking, and, um, go ahead. Before we leave, before we leave, you do know the more the coach wins, the more you look like a Jesus because you did get to match your dangerous team in the AFC. Well, I mean, that genius. I don't know. Record being able to recognize good things when I see it. I'll take some type of credit for that, but I ain't going to say genius. But, I mean, they're good. They good. Like, you can't – they got to – they got to – they just got to really – and I ain't trying to just prolong this this coast thing, but I'm saying they either. really are good. They, they're a really good team. Like, top to bottom, when you can control the line of scrimmage, you can control the game. You can control the outcome. That's a fact. And, That's a fact. And they do that. And they've been they – they, they didn't won 10 of the last 11 games. I don't want to play them if I'm in the playoff. I don't want to play them. Send me, send me whoever else you got. I don't want them because I don't right. know what they're gonna yeah. do. So, I, I I went on my rant about them, and I'm that just giving giving props where it's due. You got a quarterback, got a defense, you got a running game. You got a quarterback that you know could win if he down by thirty. All right, it's happened to the Chiefs before. We talked about it. We talked about it. If he down down there by thirty, he can win. Okay, I. I ain't nothing else to. All right, let's go. Exactly. So, okay. Speaking speaking of this, this type of crazy things about football, Eagles, Saints. Now, as we as we noted, because even in the thing we talked about, I talked about. I'm gonna say I. I talked about uh, the Bears and the Bears losing. I ain't never said nothing about the Eagles winning. That's the crazy thing. The Eagles won. That's how it's been <laughs> right? around the NFL. That's how it's been. Everybody's been talking about the Texans. The Bears lost, not the Eagles. Right. right, so the Eagles got the same. Now, you know, this man, look, I I don't even know how to get my words together. Nick Foles. I don't know how he, do, I don't know how he making this happen. Bruh, the dude going to tell the coach what plays he think will work, and the coach like, go ahead, and it worked. And he like. He <laughs> said, go ahead. <laughs> I mean. He got like, on like he got, he got like the 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 Steph Curry green light, bro, with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. It's like just let's go, let's do it. And he, bro, I'm gonna tell you, bro. And people, there's some look into it. Meditation. That man meditates. That man knows how to get rid of the bad things. Be stay calm. He know how to pro. He can program his mind to when when he mess up. He, he literally know how to just relax in that moment at, at the drop of a dime. This man, ice cold, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. I got to give it up, bro. Yeah, bro. He ice cold. He ice cold, bro. He one of the most clutch players we ever seen in our life. In a short span, he he one of the most clutch players. we. He's been a, He's won every game he's won. He's been an underdog in the playoffs. That's clutch. That's clutch. He was supposed to lose every game. They playing the Saints. I don't even know if I should pick. I picked the Saints to go to the Super Bowl, so I got to go with the Saints. I don't want the Eagles to win, you know, but I don't want the Saints to win either. Um, I don't know. Speak on it, bro. What you got? Uh, man, the Saints are going to win this game. The Saints have to win this game. Well, 
Eagles do too. Game, bro. <laughs> bro, the Saints cannot lose this game, bro. I'm telling you, the Saints cannot lose this game. There's a lot of backstory to this game. Remember, the Saints beating the dog crap out of the Eagles yep. during the regular Smack. season. What the score was? 48-7 or something like that? Yeah. I believe it was 40-something to 7. Anyway, Malcolm Jenkins got into it with Sean Payton. They said it was running the score up. I seen an interview with Fletcher Cox saying right after they beat the Bears and they wanted the Saints again, you know, because of what happened in the regular season. So there's backstory, you know. Oh, but, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's personal. And, it ain't even a game. That's that's personal. Yeah, yeah, it's personal. That defense, they took that personal, bro. That Eagles, and they're playing a lot better football than they were playing, you know, at that point of the season. <laughs> They got Golden Tate now. Well, I feel bad now. I don't though. believe they had him. In, they didn't have him in that game. And I think it's going to come down to the Eagles on offense. They're going to have to use Zach Ertz a lot against those uh, Saints linebackers and safety. And they're going to have to exploit Eli Apple. They're going to have to go at him. He's either going to be lined up against Golden Tate or Elton Justice. So you have that advantage. You have a big play, two big play wide receivers. And, and Aguilar, uh, Aguilar too. And yeah, and you have Aguilar, and you have Aguilar. And he, he, he could ball phenomenal. I'm, t- hey, yeah. So yeah, he, yeah. He, he, he's solid. You know, I know about him. He, he went to USC. Right, so, um, right. So did. Yeah, he, he he's playing lights out. So the Eagles are gonna have to. Are gonna they're gonna need a miracle though, because the same. It's like a juggernaut on offense. The only way to beat the Saints, like the Cowboys did, was to get pressure on your breeze. You have to hit him, and you have to make him uncomfortable. And, and you can't blitz him because he's great against the blitz. So that front four, going to come down to Fletcher Cox and those guys, uh, Derek Barnett, I think that's his name. Um, they're going to have to get pressure. Brandon Graham, they're going to have to get pressure. They're going to have to get after Drew breeze with just a four-man rush, and allow their secondary to have a chance to cover Michael Thomas and company. But I really don't think the Eagles can do it. I think the Saints is too much for them offensively. Um, and I think the defense is just good enough to get by. So I, I'm picking the Saints to win. Um, maybe like 31-24. I think they win pretty comfortably. But if Nick Foles has any of that magic left, Never know, man. I really even kind of scared to pick against this man. But I really am. Like, cause some kind of way he just gets it done. I don't know how. He had bad ribs against the Bears. They were playing in Chicago. Ugly. But they found a way to win, man. And I guess you can't count out the defending champs until they still defending champs until they lose, right? That's true. Not shy. Yeah. I'm going to say this, bro. I'm going to say this on air, bro. How about we put like hundred dollars together? Put the bet on the Eagles just to see what happens. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> hey, it's all nuts. <laughs> bro, I ain't gonna lie, dog. Bro, we might, we might need to we'll talk about this out there. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I, I want to put it out to hey, it's sports gambling is legal yeah, now. Hey, dog, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I'm not mad. If we lose that hundred, I am not mad, bro. Because you see what I'm saying? Like, got something going on. Bro. Something is going on with that team, dog. I don't, I don't know. 
gambling man, dog. Like I might play the I might play the Powerball when it get up to like uh, almost a billion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like I don't gamble, dog. So, but um, one thing we didn't touch on, and I just want to give it is due. Uh, I know we've been talking about it all year, but um, we do have to talk about the greatness of Drew Brees uh, and him and Sean Payton's uh, connection. Uh, far as coach to quarterback connection, they they know they it's like they they know each other. They know each other so well. They know how to run each other. They know how to run run the offense off each other. They know what's next from each other. It's so they they got a special bond that's really hard to beat, especially this season because they've been dominant. Um, you got Michael Thomas, um, one of the best receivers up and coming. They still giving him the up and coming charge, and I understand it. he's still third year in the league, third or fourth year in the league. Real dominant, been very consistent. He's he, but he has one of the most consistent, qu- probably the most consistent quarterback of all time, as far as uh, the, the his numbers. Like you have to be consistent to even put up that many yards, to put up that many touchdowns. Consistency plays some some role in that. Um, so uh, we got to give that offense credit, Kamara. Um, we got to give. Uh, uh, I can't. Th- well, I can't think of this man name. Ingram. We got to give Ingram some credit. That defense. They always been. They've been pretty good at stopping the run the last two seasons. Uh, seen. You know, seen that way. Like you say, you have to exploit Eli Apple. Um, but you do still have Lattimore on, on one other side of the field. He's not. He was better last year than he was than he is this year. I don't know if he's suffering from injury or if it's just that that sophomore slump or whatever it is. Um, but he he can. Proved to be a pretty good uh, cornerback. And even though uh, Marcus Williams made that mistake last year against the Vikings, he's a good safety. He's not bad. He's pretty pretty good safety. So, their defense is solid. I, I do want to give them some credit because, you know, we're looking at the Eagles and, like you say, the magic that, that Nick Foles is, dis- is displaying. We want to say, man, that momentum is something. And it is. But, I mean, they are playing the Saints in the Superdome. Like, these oh, are, and what I'm about to say is, before you, uh, before, you before you finish, because this is something I don't think neither one of us remember. He told has one playoff loss. Okay. You know, you know, you know who it was too? The Saints? Yeah, 2014. Ah, oh, with uh, Chip Kelly. Game. Yeah, that was his first playoff game, and, that was, he, and he lost to the Saints. He actually outplayed Drew Brees that game. He had, uh, he had like 195 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Brees had like 250, one touchdown, two picks. And it was the first time the Saints ever won an outdoor playoff game. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, that was Chip Kelly's fault. Yeah. We can't even really yeah. name Nick Foles yeah. for that. That was, that was, that that was Chip Kelly. Yeah. So, that, was, that was Nick Foles. So, that was Nick Foles. I mean, I, I think one thing you said that to me is very interesting if it's personal for you, and that defense, like you said, since that, since they got their behinds waxed like that, they have been on a tether defense. Like they did that. Nick Foles been yeah. playing good, but it's because of the defense. Like, yeah, he getting so many, he getting so many opportunities because that defense getting you off the field. Fletcher Cox, then, then been dominating. He been showing why he is probably to, to its natural. Is naturality, if that's the word, of the position at D tackle. 
Mm-hmm. He is the best pound for pound D tackle in the in the league. Like, yeah, you gotta call it what it is. Yeah. Aaron Donald is great at attacking the quarterback from the D tackle position, but the D tackle is meant to stop the run, and Fletcher Cox is the best at stopping the run. And they've been holding down the run game. They they little rookie. They little basically made up a uh, back defensive backfield other than Mike uh, Malcolm Jenkins. They've been kind of holding it down. I mean, they have the Bass not explosive offense. Don't get me wrong. Matt Nagy is a pretty good offensive uh, coach. So they could have schemed against them and could have dominated them easily because they so dismantled. But they didn't, and it's a reason why they didn't. You see what I'm saying? So um, it ain't just because they just didn't execute. They they just got handled. I mean, it's just what it was. So the Eagles could come in here upsetting, and I'm really thinking about putting my $33.33 up with you and she $33.33 to see what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Because, um, We're going to Vegas, baby. Yeah, because uh, I, I ain't betting. I, I, I wouldn't bet against them. I expect the Saints to win. So. I bet on the Eagles because Nick Foles just he got some, it's something about him and um his coach. He they they just got a better connection to me um in these moments. And it's just unfortunate that it's not happening with Wentz and stuff like that. And yeah. And I, I if we had more time, I'd get into this Wentz. Maybe on one of the days when once once the playoffs over, because it's gonna be a quarterback controversy. We're gonna get into that too, because I wanna I kind of want to touch on that at some point, too. Uh, that could be one of our slower. Oh, yeah, we got, yeah, we definitely got to discuss that. Yeah, that could be one of our slower days or something. We got to talk about the Eagles. <laughs> the Eagles. Uh, <laughs> Cowboys, Cowboys and Rams, bro. Now, you, I let you go first on, on, on for your team, so I'm going I'm to I'm I'm take the honors myself and go first for my team. Okay. Lock yourself up, my man. So, Okay. Like I'm like giving a speech in the second grade. Like, yeah, like I don't know what I'm supposed to be saying. You know what I'm saying? Like I just feel like I stuck everybody watching me. Um, okay. Now I have been very objective with my team. I had I haven't talked mad trash other than when they about the Colts and stuff like that, and that's just because. We we rivals with that type of stuff. We are gonna do that, you know. That's the part of the show. That's just part of us being partners. It's just what it is. Uh, yeah. So that was expected. But other than that, I've been trying to be very humble about this. Uh, hell, when Tony Romo, I hate to go back like this, but when Tony Romo went down that season and Dak Prescott came in to play that season and he won like ten games straight or something like that, like they went on a crazy winning streak. Like I ain't believe it. It was not real to me. It didn't happen until they won, like, 11th and 12th game. I was like, oh, we serious. You know, like, it like it, it take a lot for me to really grasp reality as a Cowboy fan because I've been emotionally distraught with Tony Romo for the last eight years. I Romo did that, too. Romo did. Oh, Romo did it, bro, because Romo, he, he melted in the fourth quarter, dog. He melted in the fourth quarter, dog. He was good through three quarters, and then in the fourth quarter, he found a way to make the big mistake. It wasn't that he made a lot of them. It was the fact that he made it at the wrong time. But anyway, so we got the Rams. 
Rams high power offense. Uh, one of the best offenses in the league. Uh, right after the Chiefs. Probably. Uh, probably got somebody better than them, but they probably top five. Something like that. They really good. Let's just say they're really good. You got one of the best. You got two of the best young players uh, on offense. And, hell, some of the best young. You got probably three or four good, really good young players. Some One a great young player uh, on the defense. It's going to be a tough task for us to win this game. Um, but I think that we we starting to see that um, the Rams do have they do have chinks in their armor. They can't be beat. You can't. They can't be dominated. And like I said in the last episode, we are like um, I wouldn't say a poor man's a poor man Chicago Bears defense, but we like middle class Chicago Bears defense. And so. Right. So we can play a style where we can dictate the pace of the game and control it. It's just the fact is if we're going to be able to execute in this moment, it's a big stage. Uh, like I tell people all the time, uh, this is my Romo and Dak comparison. First three quarters with Romo, he good. Fourth quarter, I don't know. First three quarters with Dak, I don't know. Fourth quarter, we good. So, it's like I feel better about Dak in the closing moments. It's just more so I don't know what he going to do, what type of hole he got to dig himself out of. And hopefully if they can control the pace of the game, some similar to how they did the Saints, um, then I think we can really win this game. Uh, I'm going to go with my team uh, because that's what Cowboys fans do. <laughs> that's what we do, like. And I mean, it's historic, now. That's why people hate us so much. Cause it don't matter the odds. We like, we got it. We gonna win. And I, I really think, I honestly believe, we can win. And if we do win, and, and they suspect run defense. So I, I want to say it was you pointed it out uh, once before. Uh, maybe maybe somebody else pointed it out. But Aaron Donald, so busy getting sacks and tackles for losses. People not accrediting him as a run stopper, and so people really, and really, that's why Indomitian Sue is there. It's, it's supposed to be a two-headed monster, and Indomitian Sue really is dropping the ball. Nobody talking about this, but Indomitian Sue, everywhere else he went, was a great run stopper, and now he here, and it's like I'm getting double and triple team, bro. Why you ain't taking care of what you need to take care of? So um, I think we can run the ball on him, Ezekiel Elliott. Easily a top this season top three running back. I mean, easily. So I think you say what? I mean, he, he elite. You can't spell Ezekiel without elite. I mean, I'm cloudy, but uh, <laughs> but no, uh, can't spell elite without Ezekiel. But no, no, no. Look, uh, either way. Um, I, I do think we can win the game, but like you, I'm not on no we're going to dominate these dudes. But I think the only way we can win, we have to dominate these dudes. We got to go in there with the same mentality against the Saints. Um, like I mean, like that we had against the Saints. If we don't, it got to be personal. That's why I think, that's why we beat the Saints. It was personal. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence took it personal. He was like, they they all they think they all that. We going to show them. You, you don't know, you know, until you get hit in the mouth, everything all good until you get hit in the mouth. We got to have that mentality. If we go into this game thinking that um, 
we thinking that we, we ain't got to have that mentality, then we not going to win. But one thing you got to understand, too, the Rams are finesse. And finesse, finesse badly gets you there. Finesse could get you to the playoff finesse. It's, and that's somebody can make the argument about the Chiefs. But finesse could get you there. But finesse ain't gonna always win it for you. So they could be beat. And that's all. That's, I'm gonna leave it at that. Well, 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 yeah. I feel like, honestly, bro, and, and I can't come and make jokes because, you know, it's just about each other's team. But, dog, listen, y'all got a chance to win this game. I'm going to tell you what it's going to come down to, in my opinion. Y'all going to run the ball. I think y'all going to run the ball. I think y'all going to have success running the ball because y'all are a great running team. You know, y'all offensive line is solid. Y'all create run lanes for Zeke. And even when rushing lanes ain't created for Zeke, Zeke still finds a way because he's that good. Yeah, he do that little hesitation thing, too, to, I noticed. Yeah, yeah, he do. He's real good at that. Um, I think it's going to come down to Dak, though. It's going to come down to Dak. Dak is going to have to make plays. Because the Rams secondary, as the Saints show and as the Chiefs show, they both expose Marcus Peters. Now, if y'all can find different ways to line Amari Cooper up and, and put him in motion and have him all over the field to get that match up, y'all got to take y'all shots with that. Y'all got to take shots in order to keep the defense honest. You can't have the defense just putting everybody at the line of scrimmage saying, we're going to stop beat and make Zach beat us. Zach is going to have to make some plays downfield. I think he's going to have to use his legs some in order for y'all to have a chance. I think y'all defense will be fine as long as y'all are playing from ahead. That's why, like you said, y'all need to come out and punch them in the mouth early. If y'all can come out and put some points on the board early, make the Rams press a little bit, make Jerry Goff. Remember, Jerry Goff is not that experienced. He has, what, one playoff start last year? And I believe they lost to Atlanta, I think. Yeah, they did. I think. Yeah, so he's not the most experienced guy, you know, uh, lined up. I think if y'all come out and get up on them early, maybe put on that first drive or something like that, and get ahead and play from ahead, I think y'all will be fine. With that said, I don't think it'll happen. Yeah. I think the Rams is gonna <laughs> I think the Rams I'm, I'm not saying they're gonna play I'll blow you guys out because y'all defense is really solid. Hey, I'm I really believe in y'all defense. When I saw them against the thing and then I saw y'all defense play us and even though we beat y'all pretty handily, but defense it wasn't the defense was slow. The offense just didn't give you guys anything. Right. Not really that great, like we talked about, but they do have play, play makers on that defense. 
to shine on uh on Marcus Peters. Marcus Peters is my opinion. She I give she the I talk to she a lot about cornerbacks. And cause he played he played it in high school and he he very he very technical. Even even like when he played basketball he technical and stuff. And he break down a lot of stuff to and, and he don't he don't give Marcus Peters a great grade, but he give him a you know he give him a good enough grade because the man produced. Uh but I personally think he just not good. Uh, a lot of interceptions I see him catch are on like routes that was ran wrong, and he was in the spot. Now I'm not saying he never made like, a play. Like miscommunication. Like yeah, like he was in the right place at the right time. Like his rookie season, he went off, and a lot of it was right place, right time. Um, I don't mm-hmm. think all of it was schemes. I don't think. I think majority of them wasn't. That's how I think about it. If it was ten, six of them wasn't. That's how I think. But either way, uh, I think I think Gallup could, could destroy him. Gallup is actually proven to be a solid receiver for us. Uh, and we just lost uh, Hearns. So, Hearns yeah, wasn't a threat. Yeah, he wasn't too much of a threat in my in my opinion as far as how it was going to affect any of the games. Uh, he been injury prone for a while. So, uh, but either way. I think I think that's the only thing. I, th- I think Marcus Peters could actually be touched more than just by Amari Cooper. But we're, we're going to see. Um, then, last but not least, uh, the battle of the soon-to-be retirees, uh, Tom Brady and uh, and Phillip Rivers. They both probably don't have too much long in their careers. Um, I don't know what Tom Brady on. He must have got some Benjamin Button juice or something at his house. He just don't want to retire. But yeah. this is an interesting uh, game. Um, I got the charges, bro. I I just think that they're going to win. Like I, I, I think they have a better team. I want to see Anthony Lynn beat the Chargers. I mean, beat the uh, the Patriots. Um, I, I think they – because I just think they will. I, I just think they will. I, I don't know. The Patriots ain't, ain't the same, man. I don't see – they don't have no playmakers. They don't have Josh Gordon. They're going to have to rely on Sonny Michelle, which could be a good thing because um, the Chargers can't. This this is actually what, what I was thinking about. I hear a lot of people saying how the Chargers have six DBs that they playing and uh, they're going to play big boy football and blah, 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 and they're going to dominate them like that. And I'm like, well, speed kills. And if they can get to you before you could block them and they getting to Sonny Michelle before he make big plays. Like it could go in that way too. And so um I, I just think the Chargers got got a better team. I, I think they more equipped and I think it's their time to see, you know, what they really made of. And I think this that proven game. If they win this game, whoever they gotta play next, if they gonna go into that game with extreme confidence because they beat the Patriots. Like even though this ain't the same Patriots, they're still the Patriots. 
Like, we still view them as like, man, I don't know if I can go against them. So, yeah. um, I think they got something to prove. And I think if they win this game, whoever they got to play next, they got to watch out. Whoever it is, they got to play the Chiefs or the Colts. That's going to be a battle. You're going to have you gonna, you gonna have a serious, serious battle on your hands. So, that's, that's my spiel on them. What you got? say this and it's just to piggyback on what you said i didn't mean to cut you off but uh, i think i think and i think you might agree with me i think it's safe to say that bill belichick is not expecting y'all to do that against them because they got yeah. bill belichick i think he i think he got enough football savvy to understand that tom brady and lamar jackson are completely different quarterbacks and that their strength and his strength is completely different so <laughs> uh, I, I'm pre- if 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 that shocked anybody <laughs> by you saying that about them, uh, and uh, and so and it's funny. The funny thing is, bro, some people don't get that. Like the commentators, I've listened to first take today, and people saying they using they gonna use safeties as linebackers because they so depleted and blah blah blah, and they gonna get handled. And I'm like. Y'all don't think I, like the man say he schemed that he came. This how much they don't pay attention to Anthony Lim. The man said that in the press conference afterwards. We schemed this. I ran that offense. Go ahead, bro. My bad, bro. This is the respect. The man deserves respect. When you hear now that you're in media and you know you have a pretty pretty high IQ for sports spirit, that should just let you know where these media minds. Uh, and that's an entirely different conversation that we'll probably have one day, even just off-air, period. Yeah. How many people that actually don't know what they're talking about, they can, that's one of these big networks and in front of these cameras, they can get out there and just spit out, you know. It'd be like ex-football players, bro. It'd be like ex-football yeah. players. I'm like, nah, they must have really, bro. you must have had too many concussions. Like, what's, what's going on? Hey, bro. Hey, bro, that's another 
that's something we definitely talk about because me and my insiders talk about that a lot. Right. You know how many people. Matter of fact, he just sent me a link and remind me to send it to you uh, right after the show. I'm gonna send. It's an interesting link. I want you to see it. But um, back to my point. Uh, yeah. So I think you know they're gonna come out in more traditional defense, of course, because they're playing a more traditional offense in New England. Now we discussed that. What New England likes to do on offense, not to get into my nerd bag, but. You know, they want to get the ball out of Tom Brady's hands pretty quick. You know, quick dink and dunk to Edelman and James White, and they try to lull you to sleep before they go for the big play, probably to Grunt, or which would have been Josh Gordon, like you referenced earlier, who's not there anymore. Right. So, um, San Diego, actually San Diego, too, correct. Los Angeles is prepared for that. You know, we, we, we discussed different concepts that, that's going to be ran, which will limit that. So I know for a fact Los Angeles is prepared. But one thing I was talking about before I got sidetracked earlier, I was talking about them flying, you know, back and forth across country. So they they flew to Baltimore, they played the game Sunday, and later that evening they flew. I was asking them whether they're going to fly straight to New England. You know, since it was already on that side of the country. He's like, no, we got to go back and watch film and everything and have meetings, and then we're going to fly back Friday, you know. To And he was telling me about how much the flight actually takes toll on the players, you know, and, and coaches. He was like, you almost need a day of rest after flights like that. Mm. And that kind of puts you behind schedule. Yeah, it's almost to the point where you just and I might have to sleep in my office a couple days, you know, and that's just the way their schedule is running. So I know they're going to be a little fatigued and they need the flight. Because I believe they flew the Falcons on today, as a matter of fact. Okay. Um, so I know fatigue is a factor. Hopefully they get rest Saturday since their game isn't until Sunday. Hopefully they get some rest Saturday. But I think they'll be prepared. I do think the offenses are similar to New England and Los Angeles, the Chargers. I believe their offense is close, but I do think the difference is their defense. I think Chargers has a way better defense than the Patriots have, and I think that'll be the deciding factor in the game. I expect Melvin Ingram, Joey Bosa, those guys to make plays during the game, who's an all-pro, another rookie all-pro that we talked about earlier. Right. We spoke about Quinn Nelson. He, he's playing phenomenal in the secondary. So I do think the Chargers will have a great game plan. I think the fact that they have more playmakers on defense will be the difference in that game. And I think they go to Foxborough, man, and get a win. Not a lot of people just say they went to Foxborough and beat Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Yeah. Um, but you know how that's going to turn. That That's going to turn into uh, Rocky Marciano beat Joe Lewis when he was 50. You know. Yeah. It's going to yeah. turn into that. That's, that's uh, what it's going to be. But either way, I, I, I agree with you. Um, I think the Chargers, is all, like I said, all around better, man. Um, I mean, I, I don't – and the Patriots, like I said, they just don't have anybody. And uh, and then to touch on something, you said the Patriots defense, they they actually uh, like number three in scoring defense as far as like being points allowed. Um, so they, 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 they bend, don't break. You know, you can put up yards on them, but it's hard to score on them. Um, so yeah. they they do have a solid defense in a sense, like, 
in a to a degree. It's just if the charges mm-hmm. the charges have to execute, and the charges have proven against the Chiefs, which they did it all season. But the most standout one was probably against the Chiefs. It's one of the most recent ones where. Yeah. Uh, they had to pull a game out of nowhere, and they did. And they, they went for two, and they, they had the guts to go for it. They wanted to win the game. They won the game. And um, going through those experiences, I think, going to push them over the top. Uh, just yeah. I, I just feel like they're they more destined for it. And then I just want to I wanna talk about Chargers. Honestly, it ain't no offense to you. It's actually all offense to your team. Uh, I want to talk about Chargers and Chiefs. Uh, ain't no sense in me giving you too much respect. You talked a lot of trash to me. Uh, but let's move a little forward again. want to let everybody know, Pelicans tickets, we're giving them away, doing a giveaway. Just follow the instructions on the post. Go follow us on uh, uh, underscore unqualified sports on IG. We got a unqualified sports page on Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. So just look us up. You know what I'm saying? You can find all the details on either one of those avenues so please just go look it up and get all that taken care of but moving on to a little more football stuff we got a lot of a lot of coaching hires and fires uh, we discussed the fires last week we had six or seven coaching hires this week i want to say it's six yeah six of them this week um you got uh the cardinals got cliff kingsbury um bucks got bruce arians jets got adam gase Packers got Matt LaFleur, um, who was originally the, uh, the OC of Tennessee. Um, the Browns got uh, they, they their actual quarterback coach, Freddie Kitchens. And uh, the Broncos got uh, the Bass defensive coordinator, I believe, uh, Vic Fangio. Um, so what you think about any of these, how you stand out to you or uh, that, you know, you got some stuff you that you feel like is interesting or, uh, you, you you know, what you thought about them for the most part? I do believe that I seen on the ESPN ticker that, and I'm gonna speak about him later. But Eric Bieniemy did, I did see his name go across the ticker, and I want to say it was about a coaching thing. Um, so I, I think okay. was somebody was somebody was looking into him, but he he didn't get hired. So that's that's a whole nother. Oh, okay. I thought you saw he got hired somewhere. No, no, no. I just saw that he was, you know, that like somebody exercised that Rooney rule. And say we're gonna look and uh-huh. we're gonna give him an opportunity to see if we like him type thing. But you go ahead. Oh, well, we'll be. Because he was sick, he had um, a type of cancer. I, I, I don't want to 
say the wrong one. Yeah. survive cancer, bro. You can't find right after he survived cancer, bro. Like, <laughs> can you demote a guy? We could have demoted him or something, a D coordinator or something like that. Can you I mean, you could have just bumped up your boy paper and be like, look, in a year we just gonna find. <laughs> but go ahead, bro. Oh, oh, ahead. You, give, you, give him a, you give him a grace here? Like, yeah, like, at least give him a chance. You know what I'm saying? No. No, I wasn't rude. <laughs> Arizona offered him the job, and you know he went on to Arizona. He was very successful over there. And I think up until recently, huh? Just last year, he was out. He cut out of football this, this past year. Yeah, he 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 did. He pulled the uh uh. What's your boy's name? Ohio That's State. Levy Abdel. No, Ohio. Oh, Urban Meyer. Huh? Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. Yeah, Urban Meyer. He pulled the Urban Meyer. That's what he did. I'm not gonna coach no more, and then. Ha ha, ta-da. I'm back on. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, I think that's a good fit, though. That's all I had was with that. And, and I like the fact that he went and got uh, Ty Bowles as his um, defensive coordinator, which I believe Ty Bowles was his defensive coordinator when he was in Arizona. Yeah, he so was. So, yeah, how things come back full circle. Now they're, they're both back together over there in Tampa, and I'm expecting good things from Tampa next year. Yeah, honestly, um, we ain't get a chance to talk. I'm, I'm, a, well, we all kind, of, we talk, we touched on fantasy football, but we ain't really getting to like fantasy football analysis too much. But I'm gonna tell y'all this here, and I'm gonna put, I told Sheet, I'll put stuff out there. You better watch the Bucks' offense next year and all their players. You wanna have you, you better watch Jameis Winston next year. You better watch Deshaun Jackson next year if he's still there. You better watch uh, Mike Evans. Up. You better watch that run game, that whoever they running back is. If he can catch the ball, let's not forget, David Johnson was one of the best running backs in the league under Bruce Arians. Let's not forget Carson Palmer looked like, at times, one of the best. They had one of the best offenses in the league. He made Fitzgerald look like he had just gotten the league like he was young. Like Fitzgerald had a, another career season. The huh? Yeah, like he had a career season with Bruce Arians. So let's, let's just not forget this man know how to coach offense. He know how to, this man pointed it out, Rashad, you pointed it out, about uh, Andrew Luck. You know, all these things play a part. You know what I'm saying? So, this is a really good fit. I think if they can stay healthy on the defensive side of the ball, they will be better contending team. But they, the injury, injury really kill them. They don't really have good uh, leadership there anyway. Uh, but either way, I think he would kind of change that narrative. So, I do agree. I think Bruce uh, Arians is probably the best pickup out of everybody. Um, Matt LaFleur, I don't know 
why they did that to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I think the Browns pick up. I think the Browns pick up a good one. Um, Vic Fangio clearly we all raved about the Bass defense and all that good stuff, and he been doing it because last year they was a top ten defense. Uh, mm-hmm. Adam Gase. I mean, it's the Jets, and the Jets kind of in that bubble of teams that you just don't expect to do nothing right. They they ain't they not gonna do nothing right. So they didn't they did that they did that again. They did what was expected of them. Uh, the Cardinals. Um, Cliff Kingsbury. Um, Nah, I don't know. I know you're a USC guy, but this man ain't even. I don't think he coached the game for y'all. Uh, I don't think he met the players. Um, and he about to be a head coach now. The problem, and you pointed this out, and I'm giving you all the credit for this, um, but you brought up the Rooney Rule, you brought up uh, minority coaches, uh, and I brought up myself, Eric Bieniemy. Um, now, the, Stephen A. pointed this out earlier, too, about how Eric Bieniemy didn't get hired anywhere yet, and it's just funny how he is, he has the, he's the OC, now he don't call all the plays, but he's the OC of uh, offense. That's the number one offense. Most in touchdowns, most in passing, all this good stuff. And you got a guy who one don't never coached on the uh, on the NFL level. He only coached. He only was a head coach at Texas Tech. He had a losing record. He just got hired at USC for a week or two. However long it's been. Uh, as the OC, as they didn't even believe in him to be a head coach. And he got the Cardinals job because they say he knows how to coach quarterbacks. Now, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm in a time warp, and I'm the only one that has just experienced 2018. But if I'm not mistaken, Patrick Mahomes just threw for over 50 touchdowns. Um, they got one of the best tight ends in the game. Because Patrick Mahomes throwing the ball, they got Tyreek Hill, who was one of the most explosive players we've ever seen in a season, and he coaching these people. So, how come the team that wanted to bring up a quarterback and have a good offense didn't go get the guy that coached the best offense? I don't know, but they went and got the guy that they think a quarterback was I, – I personally, bro, and it's nothing against Cliff Kingsbury. I'm, from my understanding, I've heard people speak of him. He's very smooth guy, real cool, and, you know, he just he's very charismatic. And, you know, uh, as Bomani Jones say, he don't have that thing where some men could say if another guy is handsome or not. He was like, I just don't have that. He say, but when he seen Cliff Kingsbury, he was like, man, this is a good-looking guy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so maybe it's the look. I don't know. Uh, maybe they want the Hollywood face in Arizona. I don't know. I, we gonna see how that play out. I hope it works for the best for Cliff Kingsbury. I don't. I don't want to wish him any, but I just don't know nothing about him, and I can't. I can't give him a fair critique when the last the last couple things I know about him is not necessarily winning. So if you're not not necessarily winning, then I can't. I can't necessarily give you a good rating. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then it's just wrong. 
It's just wrong. It's just wrong doing. It's it's big. It's bigger than Cliff Kingsbury. It's, it's it's a it's a bigger issue than that. And these and these, as we spoke about before, these minority coaches not getting the opportunity that they deserve. Go ahead, son. All I really, all I really have to say about the Kings very high is typically in college, and I'm gonna speak typically because as you know, the inside I'm real familiar with he was a college coach. At, at a point of time. Right. Typically, when you have a losing record as a head coach, you get demoted. So whatever your specialty field is, whether it's the offense or defensive coordinator or something like that. Right. Which is what I saw. You know, he, he went to a bigger program, which is USC, a way bigger program than Texas Tech. Of course. But it was to take a lesser role, which was the offense coordinator. Totally understandable. But for you to go five and seven as a coach of a program like Texas Tech, which is which we, we can say is not in the upper echelon of college football, we can agree that. Yeah, we, we can agree, agree on that. that. I mean, at times they so, they make they make splashes at times, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not in the not in the top. We can name ten programs clearly ahead of them. Yeah. Oh, especially over the last ten years, easily. Yeah. Okay. So, if you have a losing record at a program like that, not only to get a head coaching job, not even at a top program in college, but to get a head coaching program, I mean, to get a head coaching job as an NFL team, to me, is mind-boggling. Like, I can't, that's hard for me to stomach. I would have been surprised if he would have got an offensive coordinator job say this and I know I shouldn't have said something the last time so I'm gonna watch how I say this um and this 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 is just a message and it, I didn't think I was just gonna come to this but this is a message and I don't know if this happened with shot maybe so nine out of ten if his mama ain't said to him somebody told him this coming up as a black child growing into a black man you have to work twice as hard as the majority to even be in the mix of that to be okay to be content uh, we have a close friend of the show who works in really high ranks in football who's been working in high ranks in football and nobody is offering him Anything like that. And he, he's probably working twice as hard as Cliff Kingsbury. Easily. And he is really good at his job. I'm just going to put it like that. He's really, really good at his job. And he's not going to get that off to be no defensive coordinator 
and at an, on the NFL team or no or no offensive coordinator on the NFL team. So just put that in perspective. We know people that work in oh, high places. Yeah, we talking about the same person. Yeah, yeah. I, I just don't yeah, want to. I don't want to say it too much. I, I, and if yeah, people yeah, listen yeah, to the show, yeah, they yeah. on they gonna understand. But um, yeah. mm-hmm. if you new to the show, we got people that we know in high places in the NFL yeah. that we would consider high places in the NFL, and they can't get this job offer. They can't get this offer. They yeah. can't even get heard. So, yeah. and they they up they of color. So black people just understand this is something that's still happening. We still gotta work twice as hard just to be to see seen. So I can't wait for you to see this clip, man. I, I really can't. Yeah. I, so just it's moving speaking, forward, speaking bro. To, it's speaking exactly to what you're talking about, Bruh, yeah. I, I, I can, I, and I can, I can believe that. I can definitely believe that. Mm-hmm. But moving on to a lighter note, bro. Uh, well, a lighter note for us, not necessarily a lighter note for uh, Pittsburgh. They talking about trading Antonio <laughs> Brown. Uh, you know, Rooney came out. Is it Rooney? No, I'm saying Rooney because I'm thinking about the Rooney rules still. I'm tripping. Uh, what's they? What's they? Is that they? Is that they own the last name? Yeah. Is it Rooney? It is Rooney. Okay, I'm not tripping. Uh, yeah. You know, Rooney he come out and he, you know, he had some stuff to say about Antonio Brown. Um, saying he is willing to shop him and stuff like that, and you know, he gonna, you know, it. it it's a lot of. I don't know. It seemed like, seemed like it seemed like a lot personal. Then Antonio Brown, and you can kind of elaborate more on. And he did a tweet, and we're gonna discuss that. But uh, do you think Pittsburgh will trade him? And after all, I, I didn't think so before, but after this event, after these events unfolded, just let me know one thing for sure: they're listening all. They're definitely fielding offers from other teams. I don't know if anybody has said what the market is for a guy that's 30 years old and getting paid that type of bag. Although he is probably the best receiver in the league. But I still don't know what his trade value would be you know, as far as draft picks because I heard that's what Pittsburgh is speaking in return, multiple draft picks. So... I don't know what the market is for him. I do believe somebody is willing to give it up. Mm-hmm. Will they pull the trigger after these events unfolded? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Yeah, bro. I think before the draft, sometime before June. Is it draft in June? It's I'm summertime. Sure. Uh, yeah. is, is it in May? Which one in May? Is one of them May. in May? It may be in May. It may yeah, I think it's in May. May. I think the yeah, NBA yeah, draft yeah, in think, June. I think it's in May too. Yeah, NBA. I yeah. think is in June. So I think um, I think they do pull the trigger sometime before the draft starts, and the draft is, is in April. Is in April. April twenty fifth, actually. So before April twenty fifth, I think a deal gets done, and, and they pull the trigger, man. Okay. Even if it lingers out all the way up until draft night. Okay. So now, now, now I'm gonna ask you two two things. One, I want you, if you don't mind, explain it. Like, uh, say what Antonio Brown's tweet was, and then. Explain what you think it means. Or, you know, if you, you know, yeah, explain what you think it means. So, I know, because I know okay. you know it better than I do. Um, the owner, the owner went out and said in the interview that he didn't believe 
Antonio Brown will be there by the start of training camp. Immediately after that, that interview surfaced, Antonio Brown went on Twitter and posted a picture right after he got the bag that Pittsburgh just paid him. There was a picture of Antonio Brown in the crew standing next to the owner that made the comment. And the caption said, great business with a pound sign booming. So, Antonio Brown, with his past, goes to Twitter a lot. Like, when there was rumors going around that he wanted to be traded and him and Big Ben wasn't seeing eye to eye, he went out on Twitter and said, yes, I want to be traded. Uh, I'd uh, love to be somewhere else or something like that to that nature. So I know he's a troll. He does things like this. You know, he seems like he's a very emotional guy. Yeah, he's a receiver, bro. He's a receiver. He, he, he goes to social media to um, actually show how he's feeling. And I also heard that the reason he didn't play in the last game was because he and the Big Ben got into it really bad, and he didn't show up for a mandatory team meeting. And for them to hold you out in a game that they had to win in order for them to keep their playoff chances alive, even though they didn't get in because Baltimore ended up beating Cleveland, but for them to sit you out of a game like that, that let me know something serious is going on. Like, this is a big deal. So with that happening, followed by the owner saying what he said and then a tweet, I just think there's no way that he can stay. That he There's no way, like, in my opinion, that he can stay with that team. Okay. Well, um, to, to touch on the tweet first, um, mm-hmm. I, like you say, I think he trolls. I, I get that. Um, but you know, I think it is. It could be. I'm, I think it could be a cryptic tweet. I don't think it, it. It might not be a cryptic tweet. It might be plain sight, simple. What he's saying, but it could mean. You know, like some people saying, it like it could mean in a negative, in a negative way. Excuse me. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, it could be he's saying like we did, we do great business with each other, and we booming. I know that's his little hashtag that he puts booming, but you know, it could be like. You know, we do we, we do great work with each other. We're going to keep this thing going. So, I mean, if they really and truly, uh, I always hit a year two. You trade them away a year too soon rather than a year too late. And it could be that time. I mean, he's been in the league eight years. I know the last six years he's been probably the most consistent uh, receiver in the league. Um, I think for the last six years he haven't had less than 1,200 yards. Uh, so the dude. Clearly, yeah. he works hard. He wants to play. He got his money, so he gonna play. He he haven't he not that player that slacked up. Only reason his numbers went down because they doubled him more and Juju got the ball. And I mean, Juju did what he was supposed to do. And, and Juju had what a hundred receptions, uh, what twelve yeah. thirteen hundred yards himself. So you know he had a good great season. Um, but I think Antonio could be saying it like I say in a positive way. Uh, so I don't I don't know. I personally don't think they're going to trade him. Um, but I think the owners there really are trying their damnness to keep some – it's a power struggle there. Um, the players want the power there, 
They feel like they deserve the power there. They feel entitled there. And the owners feel like this is my team, which that's the truth. Uh, but Stephen A. even pointed this out. Two things. Stephen A. pointed out that it is a big rift between Big Ben and Antonio Brown. But also, just so happened, when uh talked to a couple of my little partners the other day, uh, went to their crib. They got a roommate that know a few guys that play uh, football. Uh, some of them connected with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Rumors around there, Antonio Brown not going to get traded. So, um, we'll see. Yeah, so um, that's just some little inside stuff just from talking sports with a random Cowboys fan. He was a Cowboys fan. Make sure I shout him out with that. I don't remember your name, big dog, but you know who I'm talking about if you ever listen to this podcast. But but so I don't know. Um, I I don't see him going nowhere, especially with that, because I thought he was going to get traded. And I don't know. I just feel like it's a lot of, like, I feel like the owner being petty, and you can't play petty with somebody who do that, who known for doing that already, and you not known for that. You just gonna make yourself look like a fool. So now the owner looks stupid for even saying something in an interview about this when he just had to go through this whole Le'Veon Bell thing. Why create more drama? Just be quiet. Don't say nothing. You know. So, um, but I don't know. We'll see how that that plays out. Uh, some more football that happened this weekend. Um, that like we started the show when we started about football, we was real wrong about, and then we gonna end this about football being real wrong again. Uh, Alabama played Clint. Well, Clemson played in the national championship. That as I've seen a lot of tweets and memes, Alabama was bird boxing. Uh, they ain't see none of that coming. They ain't make it. Alabama was bird boxing. Spo- spoiler alert, they ain't make it to the blind school. Uh, down the river. I've never seen bird boxing. I've heard a lot about it, but I've never seen it. Okay. Well, spo- I, I gave the spoiler alert. Uh, so if you didn't watch it, I'm sorry. But either way, they ain't do it. So uh, I, what 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 happened, bro? What what happened? Cause I I was wrong with with you and she too. Uh, we just all knew that Bama was gonna dominate this game, and it was completely opposite. Ooh. Ooh. I'll tell you what happened. Alabama got punched in the mouth. A whole bunch. I don't know why. I don't know why we doubted Clemson as much as we did, but sometimes you just gotta wear it, man. I don't want to come make excuses. I was just dead wrong. Uh, shout out to Trevor Lawrence. He played phenomenal. He's every bit as good as advertised, and as a true freshman, he has a bright future. I feel like we were saying the same thing about Tua this time last year when he came in and did what he did. In the National Championship game, and now we're saying it about Trevor Lawrence. So, hey man, you never know, bro. You just, you just well, college football, man. You just never know. Well, my only, my only analysis, and this, and see, just like I can be delusional in one way, like with the Cowboys, and just not fully have that belief, like this not even real type thing. 
I have the same feeling on the opposite end with teams too. So like with Alabama, when Tua threw that pick six, I was like, and the way he went to the sideline, he was confident. He was like, good. Like Coach Saban said something to him. He's like, like he kind of gave him that look. Like I'm good, Coach. We good. We good. We good. Come back out, throw a touchdown. Oh, man, Al, that man made one mistake. That man about to dominate them. And that was, uh-huh. and that was that that that's my belief start getting like I believed it up until the to halftime, and then what? And this a real side note off the wall thing. Weezy F baby, please say the baby. Oh. What were you doing? What are you doing? No, oh. so this is, like I need Carter two Weezy with the the baggy jeans and the white t shirt leaning on the on the whip. Like I don't need. No. I don't. No. Oh, that's Carter one. It, whatever. I need no. that that Weezy no. to come back. What? No. What? No. Not gonna be no New Orleans slander on this podcast. Okay. I'm pretty sure New Orleans mm-hmm. slandered that. New Orleans felt disrespected by that dog. Did you see that? Yes, that's all, bro. Okay. That's all. This man had knee high first every, every shoes on in the world. <laughs> knee high fur. That's boots if they come up to your knee, huh? You ain't got nobody own a pair of knee high shoes. So I'm assuming they were boots. They was fur. Now it, it probably cost a lot. We didn't It just popped in my mind, bro. Like, I had to even tell my wife, like, you gotta look at this. You you, you gotta look at this. Look at what this man got on. Okay, anyway. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry, dog. Clemson, Trevor Lawrence, he clearly sunshine. He did his thing. I mean, he he balled out. He balled out. I mean, I didn't think he was gonna do it. Um, and really, really and truly, I haven't watched enough tape on him to even know. And then Tua really, he got out skiing. And really and truly, you know, you call it that as it is. Nick Saban has never been beaten this bad, but he ain't never got out coached this bad. Um, Like, even if the score would have been 21-16, you would have still felt like they dominated them dudes. Like, it just felt that way. Um, Oh, man, that was unbelievable. 100% 100% unbelievable. Did not expect that at all. At all, bro. We was all wrong. Nah. Definitely all wrong, dog. But. I don't have anything else. I don't have anything else on that. Weezy F, baby. Wrong. I don't even have anything else to say. The best rapper alive. Come on. Bring it back. I will. Bring it back to the bottom of the map. You know, it's like, bring it back, dog. Come on. Come, come home. Moving on. Come home. So, uh, yeah, move, moving forward, dog. Getting to some basketball. Um, we got LaMarcus Aldridge just last night, uh, all Thursday night, because it's Friday now when we're recording. Uh, Thursday night, LaMarcus Aldridge dropped 56, didn't attempt a three-pointer in a double overtime victory against the Thunder. 154 to 147. Uh, Russell Westbrook had a very interesting stat line. He had 24 points, 24 assists, 13 rebounds. Never has been done in NBA history. First man to ever do it. And Paul George put up 
a bad shooting night, 30 points. Uh, clearly, it was a really good game, uh, but LaMarcus Aldridge stole the show, putting up 56. Um, how you, how you feel about the Spurs, about, about LaMarcus Aldridge, that win? Which, what, you know, how, how you think that's going to impact uh, their season? since Shaq did it. I think Shaq put up like 62 when he did it. Um, and like yeah. we said, bro, like, if this man come out and put up 40, and uh, say he put up 40 against him again, and then he go out the next night and put up 30, you know, all of a sudden he gonna be the MVP of the league. Like, the talent in yeah. the league is thick. It's, it's a lot of very talented basketball players that's playing right now. Um, so, it just go to show you, like, they everywhere. They even in San Antonio still. Like, it's crazy. Um, but then you got, speaking of great talent, James Harden. 14 straight 30-point games. He's only behind Kobe Bryant at one and Trace McGrady at two. And uh, if he go another night at 30, he'll be tied with Trace McGrady. And if he go the next night, he'll be tied with Kobe at 16. Um... Are we, what we discussed that and on that little bonus part we had on that last episode, is that, is this not seeming to be more and more realistic that this man is just really one of the greatest scorers of all time, one of the greatest offensive players of all time? Uh, I just still think it's really more time. He's now, you can say he's definitely having one of So it's definitely not a fluke. Like it's not fluky. Like oh, yeah. he consistently well, been playing good for like at least the last three or four seasons. Like on an MVP level, yeah, at least the last three. Yeah, he's got lights out right now. You see, like it's 
if that team can get a, can, can get a better record, a little bit better, not even much, just a little better than MVP. I don't see how you can get the MVP at this point to anybody other than him. Okay, well that's interesting because. You, they played against the Bucks in his last game. Now they lost. The Bucks actually went down to Houston and won that game. Um, and Giannis, I, I can't read your stat line. I, I'm, and I don't know it off the top of my head. But Giannis had a 20, pretty good game. Twenty-seven and fourteen. Say it again. Twenty-seven and fourteen. Twenty-seven and fourteen. Twenty-seven and fourteen, which I'm pretty sure is along the lines of his of his average for this season. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I don't think he probably off. And they asked him after the game. If um, one, I heard people say they asked him if he if he's the MVP. But I when I watched it on TV, I once said they said they asked him if he was the best player uh, in the league. And very humble uh, young man saying, you know, I don't think I'm there yet. Uh, he said, but you know, as long as I do the right things to lead my team to to winning games and being better every day, then you know that's I know that will warrant that type of speak and yeah I, I agree with that but when you look at this dude uh, Stephen A pointed out something to me today uh, he said he interviewed Shaq and Shaq said if he was gonna release the Superman thing to anybody it would be to Giannis he said he feel like Giannis is the next Superman because he's that dominant the key the, the, the key thing about that why I'm saying that is he also pointed out to Stephen A that this man has gained 50 one, it's either 51 or 59, but he's gained 50 plus pounds since he's joined the league. So, yeah. remember, he was like KD when he got in the league. Mm -hmm. And now, he very lean. He, he Clearly, they, like they say, he gained more weight so he can be stronger. And you can see it. And he yeah. really is dominant. Like, he might break Shaq's dunk record um, for a season. So, like, he's in the paint scoring. Now, it's just hard for me to think that, because, you know, a lot of times we want to give it to the guy that scored the most points. But when you're looking at how this man just dominating, James Harden putting up a greater a greater performance, in, in, essentially, uh, he just seemed like he working way harder <laughs> to put up that great performance. And Giannis, like, just at ease. It's, it's almost like it's slow motion to him sometimes when you watch him play. He made a pass the other day, a wraparound. I was like, this only because your arm's this long, but you put it on the money. I don't know if you, did you see that play he made against the Rockets? No, I didn't see it. I didn't, I didn't see that play. Bro, he caught a rebound and um, he came back down, got double teamed. And when he, he made a move and when the dude, the second dude came on the double team, did a wraparound pass and got an assist, a dunk assist. Like, I mean, and that's just, that's small things, but. But Giannis, Giannis gonna be something serious, bro. Like we talking AD, Giannis, like I'm, 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 I'm over here. I'm in Milwaukee, but I'm here. Like y'all talking AD, KD, I'm here though. Only thing he got to figure out is how to shoot more consistently. Boy, yeah. Shh, I just hope it, if it don't take him yeah. as long as LeBron, he gonna be trouble. <laughs> he gonna be trouble. He trouble now. He trouble now. He gonna be trouble, bro. But um, but then too, and this this not an MVP MVP player, but you know we gotta get a, we gotta get a home. You know we gotta give our team some love. 
you know, Kyle Kuzma put up 42 in LeBron's absence. You know what I'm saying? Uh, said I, he only played three quarters, you know, but Kuz, I'm going to say this because I know Shy happy for you and stuff like that. And I'm happy for you too because, you know, you're you family. But I'm going to say this, Kuz, bro, look, let let Ingram get that shine, bro. We want, we want you to stay. You know, Ingram, we respect you, bro. You know what I'm saying? You you was willing to steal on something for the Lakers. You know? I died for this. You know? You was about that. But we, we, are, we all right if you go. You cause too many problems. Um, but you can ball out, though. Ball out, do your thing. Cool. Just chill. Get that man the ball. Let him do his thing. We need you to stay and we can shop him off. You know? Push him away. You more valuable. You know? They not listening to me. The, the, the main, the good, big main people, they ain't listening to me. Listen to me, cool. We here, man. Chill out. All right, son. You go. You got it. No, bro. I'm going to sit there. Shout out to Tom Cruise. <laughs> you ruined you everything. Yes, man. Hey, hey. You're going to be in that Pelican jersey, cool. <laughs> you know what you do, boy. You know what you do, boy. You're going to be in that Paris jersey. You ain't Ingram. I can still be best friends, bro. You Ingram ain't like it. It's a hard last shot, man. AD, we love you, man. AD, it's good over here, AD, baby. It's good over here, baby. The, the land of milk and honey, baby. Let's go. Come on. Look, but look, bro. And and this this a this a weird segue. Uh, and I don't really even have a segue, bro. Cause honestly, unless you you got anything else you want to speak about with the NBA. That we didn't touch on. Nah, I mean, you know, I, I, I really, I really can't get into the NBA until after the football season is completely over with. Un- totally so, understood. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm done. I'm done. I'm done talking about the NBA myself. One thing I want to talk about a little off topic. Uh, I spoke about earlier in the show, and I'm gonna be brief about it because uh, clearly our show ran a little longer today. But I do want to speak on this and speak on the monster that R. Kelly is, bro. I'm really with this whole mute R. Kelly movement. She always telling me I get too emotional with stuff. But I ain't, I'm not mad about getting emotional about stuff where people get mistreated and I'm against the, the mistreatment of people. So if I get emotional about that, I'm fine with that because what he did to them, to not only, he done it to adults, but what he doing to children and how he how he's damaged so many young black girls who are now women's lives um is sick it's a more deeper of a problem than what we fully can probably grasp just from knowing what we've heard like just trying to understand what he did to these women uh i'm pretty sure everybody has at least heard about this at this at this point so i don't have to go into the detail of what the horrors that these women experienced but one thing uh for certain all their stories were very consistent all of them had to follow the same rules which makes it even more believable and disgusting at the same time um so i'm totally against this r kelly thing um i personally won't be listening to no more r kelly's music i don't want to really hear it um, most of his music were about his child, his the victims, the children that he was having sex with. 
uh, their experiences with each other. And uh, I just can't, and, and just for him to be as braggadocious as he is about it and to actually be cocky about it, to like as you pointed out in the pre-meeting, the Pied Piper uh, of R&B, the Pied Piper manipulated children uh, by, with music uh, to follow him, um, and, and, you know, and to disappear. And that's what he's done to a lot of children's lives. And um, I just think that he should be punished for the way he punished people. And uh, I'm glad he was exposed. And, I, and the bigger picture is that this needs to stop in general. R. Kelly is a monster, but it's a bigger thing about it. And just us having these these uh, interactions with these children, these, these, these black girls that are getting messed up like this it needs to come to an end so i just um i just felt like it was necessary to speak on bro r kelly is a monster and uh it's something that that it just need i just felt like you know we a show we talk about a lot of stuff sometimes we get off topic and this this one of them off topic things that i really don't mind touching on bro i, I just didn't I, I felt like it was necessary If you start, I'm gonna be honest. If you start watching it, you're gonna feel like you have to watch it all, uh, because as sick as it is, it's still uh, like it's so magnetic. Like you have to listen to these women's stories to just grasp how how evil this person is. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but either way, bro, um, just to move on from R. Kelly, man. This man clearly. I, I, I ain't gonna even get into what I think should be done to this man, bro, for what he's doing to children, especially because I got a kid, and I think that's why I feel the way I do. But either way, bro, remember we're giving away. This is crazy that we're going straight to this, but we're giving away Pelicans tickets. Uh, that's gonna basically conclude our show. So we're gonna give away these Pelican tickets. Make sure y'all tune in to every show to make sure y'all enter to win, so y'all can hit a listener, all that good stuff. We appreciate y'all support. Um, we appreciate y'all for being consistent with us, and we, you know, we love it. Y'all stay blessed.